Listening to Thematics presented by UnleashedStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Well, that is right, everybody. The only show podcast that embraces your addiction to strengths. Hi, my name is Andy Sokolovich. Welcome to another episode of Thematics. This is episode number. What is it, Grace? Oh, did you not know? Did you not know? I believe it's 23. We're going to roll with that. 23. This is a very special episode. But before I get into who our guest is and everything like that, I'm going to jump right into my spiel. So I am Andy Sokolovich, a Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and the owner of a coaching practice, Unleash Strengths, nestled right here in the small Midwest town of Clinton, Iowa. I am a coach for hire, working with organizations to enhance employee engagement, boost recognition, and increase overall job satisfaction. If you are interested in enlisting the skills of a strength coach or are looking for a speaker for your next workshop, conference, or seminar, consider giving me a call, 815-441-2219, or emailing andy at unleashstrengths.com. Thematics is a podcast series designed to highlight the massive impact the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment has had on now over 11 million people. It is our belief that the best way to promote its effectiveness and proven results is to interview those who've experienced the power of strengths-based development firsthand. Our guest today is intimately aware of his top five strengths and wants nothing more than to share his story in an effort to help you succeed. For more information or to schedule your own interview, that's right, you can be on the show. Email Andy at UnleashStrengths.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash UnleashStrengths, Twitter at Unleash. CSF. You can subscribe to our RSS feed and our iTunes feed directly at our website, UnleashStrengths.com, and just click on Thematics. My co-host, as always, is Grace Lacanti. Grace is the owner of Lacanti Consulting. You can find more information about Grace and her amazing business at LacantiConsulting.com. That's L-A-C-O-N-T-E Consulting.com. Grace works hard to provide strengths-based training to management teams and groups. Grace, what's going on? Hey, hey, it's raining here in Washington State. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Doesn't it always rain there More in rain. the Pacific Northwest? No. We got some sun the other day. Yeah. But I am so excited. I've been making a lot of great connections here in Washington with other strengths enthusiasts. And uh, we're going to start rolling out new program at the local YMCA with a strengths group. So I'm so excited. That's awesome. Just make sure you do the dance every single time at the <laughs> strengths group, the YMCA dance. YMCA. Oh. Yes. Okay. Today, I don't want to leave you guys just hanging on the edge of your seats, but this is a very special episode because in this episode of Thematics, Grace and I have the amazing opportunity to interview the gentleman who introduced me to StrengthsFinder. That's right. He unleashed the beast on the world of strengths-based development. Nathan Sangroth has uh, been honored to be the president and the CEO of the Clinton Area Chamber of Commerce since May of 2012. And uh, he is an advocate for strengths-based development. And I will say that out of all the people that I've met in my journey so far as a strengths coach, you continue to be up there in the top two or three as most influential people in, when it comes to investing in other people's talents. So thank you so much, Nathan, for being on our show. Oh, thank you. That's quite, an, that's quite an introduction. I hope I can live up to it. <laughs> as, do, as do we. As oh, my, do we. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I did, not yours, pre- I did not prepare enough. <laughs> so, so Nathan, again, thanks for being on the show. You're the welcome, first question you. we always start out with 
is who introduced you to Strengths Finder and why? How did Strengths ever come into your life? So I was uh, I was taking I was practicing law at the time, and I was part of a group called um, Leadership Davenport, which was a chamber led uh, leadership institute class, not dissimilar from the, our leadership institute here in Clinton. And uh, I had met a banker who had at the time worked for Wells Fargo, and Wells Fargo had just deployed the first version now discover your strengths sort of the precursor to strengths finder 2.0 and uh, said hey you know it's great he shared his themes with me he encouraged me to uh to take it so i bought the book and uh for me it's just sort of crystallized why practicing law was not what i should have been doing with my life and uh you know i was in a situation where Basically, my job engaged none of my top five, mm-hmm. and so I it set it set me on a on a pathway from I guess two thousand seven on, where it led me to the Clinton Area Chamber of Commerce. Not without pain, but you know sometimes you you, you start down a path and you just do what is expected of you. And for me. When I saw my top five, it really did help crystallize why I was not in the right place. And what are your top five? Futuristic ideation, strategic activator, and individualization. Although interesting enough, um, you know how they don't change, right? Unless you have life experiences that change them. Those were not the five that I had two years, or when I, when I started. Um, I don't remember fully, but um, I had communication and I had significance in there somewhere. And, uh, you know, then, you know, I had a daughter born premature. She's doing great. She's three. But, you know, I came up here. There were these life experiences in my late 20s, early 30s that I think really did change me. And I was satisfied to see when I got my top five a couple of years ago that those were really uh, reflected. Ideation and activator were the two that uh, substituted communication and significance. And, you know, to it, to, I'm sorry, <laughs> to a certain extent, when I took it initially in my twenties, you know, it was about me and what I could do. And now as I am in my mid thirties, I, and sort of lead the Clinton area chamber of commerce, uh, commerce, I think much more about how my strengths can help bring out the best in the people around me. Nathan, we share four of the okay which top, which in my top 10 and which three in the top five are the same for us which ones do we share futuristic man is that a tough one isn't it it is it is yeah <laughs> and then we li- yes. combine that with ideation with constant ideas right. and popcorn and then activator get people to move forward even if they don't necessarily want to <laughs> right. i also have significant communication in my top 10 and strategic is my number 11 so wow we are quite similar we are very we are very yeah. similar and uh, yeah you know i know but for me, it is the perfect combination for do, to do what I do for a living, right? Oh, and that's great. Uh, yeah, it's, it it was. And so, as much as my old life as a lawyer engaged none of my strengths, my new my new life as a chamber president really does engage all five. And so, I, I, at the end of the day, isn't that the point, right? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And this morning I was teaching a class for the leader. You referenced the Leadership Institute of Clinton, Iowa, and I was teaching a class today and we covered uh, the the gambit of the full 34, really kind of dissected uh, what it means to be strengths aware, how you can embrace those talents and, and use this new knowledge that you have now to seek out talents and others. 
But that question was brought up. Will will it change? And the answer that Gallup posts and the answer that you kind of refer to is, yes, it's a possibility that it will change, but it, it's going to change based on how you prioritize and where your life is at that point. Mm-hmm. And like you said, in your 20s, you were focused on you. Right. I mean, you and progressing through your through your career was was high on the priority list. And as you moved here to Clinton, you became more family oriented. And not only that, but you weren't, I mean, I'm assuming as a young lawyer, you were kind of huddled around a bunch of paperwork. <laughs> books, yeah. Yeah, books and fact finding. <laughs> you weren't really given the opportunity to go out and communicate and network and meet people and socialize. So so I, that transition is, is always going to affect you as an individual, but also obviously your top five. Right. Nathan, did you take the, did you open up the full 34? Um, no, I have not actually. So, so in the context of Leadership Institute, we have some excess codes that I'm gonna gonna use, and so my plan is actually to open up all 34 for not only me, but then uh, I have also tried to embed strengths in the culture our professional cu- culture here at the chamber. And so if we have a few of those excess codes, I, I would like to sort of get a sense of some of our our team's mm-hmm. full 34s. Sure. I just find that I mean, Andy and I have talked about this with other. Um, guests on our show, but it really helps to crystallize that kind of, uh, what is it, like a little voice in your head that says, you know, I, I know I've got to have this other strength in there somewhere, but it's not showing up in my top five. So I must, mm-hmm. you know, it just, why didn't it show up? I, for me, it was woo. I was like, I've got to have woo somewhere. Do you have and woo? It's, it's, yeah, it's my number seven. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, I see you, man. I see you. Yeah. yeah. I want to meet you, you know. And communication, too. I've got to get words out every day. I go nuts. But I'm also really introverted. I have um, an election in my top ten, too. That's a weird combo. I have, mm. like, a need to be with people and then I've got to be a way to, mm. to kind of prior, like mm. figure out what just happened. <laughs> I need to be with you. Let me go think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's right. That's exactly hey, how wait, I'm like, wait, wait here. i got to go think but, about what just happened. My poor husband. He's like, which side are you right now, honey? But it <laughs> is, it, Grace, it is Grace, right? Grace. Yes, yeah, Grace, it is funny that you reference uh, your relationship with your own husband because I also <laughs> made my own wife take strengths. Right? You made Not, her no, I didn't make her. I actively encouraged her. Advised her. Yeah, that yeah, would be yeah, a very yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah, but uh, you know, and we could, we truly could not be more opposite. I mean, wow. just, and so, you know, but knowing that, I mean, I, I guess I'm a believer in what it says, right? It's a common language to talk about what we're good at, you know, and so. You know, it's it's helped helped uh, me both professionally, but then also personally as well. Yeah, and, and I want to I want to ask a f- few questions that normally aren't scripted here. One being, I want to provide some context to kind of how Nathan and I um, got this whole strength journey rolling. I came to to Nathan, and I and I say he invests in others because he truly does look for the best in others and try to cultivate those talents to help them succeed. And I came here in 2012, fresh out of the military, no really idea or clear vision of what I wanted to do with my life. I knew I wanted to pursue something as an entrepreneur. And he used the Gallup Finder to kind of provide me with some kind of cardinal direction. And up until that point, I had nothing. I had no sense of direction. And he handed me that book. And I and everybody that has known me through the strength circuit and the groups on Facebook knows that I took that that assessment and I put it in my desk drawer for the better part of a year not putting too much stock into it. And then at one time, Nathan did ask me, what are your top five? What are your talents? And that conversation was something that I hadn't had in over a year. But once we really started to look at it, it put me on a direct path towards hopefully success. But it's made it a lot easier for me to understand what I need to prioritize in my life, what I need to focus on 
what I need to not kind of outsource or leverage the talents of others in order to make happen. Um, that and also Nathan, I want you to explain to our listeners how you integrate strengths within your organization. Now you are the chamber president and CEO, but there is how many employees here that work alongside you? Five point five. Five, five full time. There's half a person, <laughs> half, half, and she's wonderful. <laughs> no, we have we have five full time staffers, and then we have one uh, half time. Okay, now explain to the, our audience a little bit. They come in here, they get hired. How do you introduce them to StrengthsFinder, and why do you do that? Is it not necessarily just for your own? You don't just take their top five and then and then put it away in a safe so you can go back and look at it every time you have an issue with them. But you make it part of the culture. I do. I try. I mean, you know, I I try to I try to manage the organization that I wished I worked for before I came here, right? And so, uh, if they haven't taken strengths before, then right after they fill out their like tax paperwork, I, the the one, the first forty five minutes that they spend with us or whatever is to take the assessment, and mm. it is not. Uh, for any other reason then I truly do believe in not only the individual strengths system but then also strengths-based leadership I mean I have literally two books in my office and it's it's you know strengths finder and uh, strengths-based leadership and so then I crazily like graph them and mm-hmm. sort of and so you can see patterns and you can see sort of the balance of that team i mean at the end of the day the premise of strengths based leadership is nobody can be good at anything and truly success comes by balancing teams to the maximum extent possible and um you know I, thank you for your kind words andy right but i'm no saint right like what that I truly do believe is the expression of my individualization theme, right? My, my sincere belief that everyone is different mm-hmm. and that everyone, there's no one size that fits anybody. One of the things that I think is very impressive is that nobody, now I have a very close relationship with everybody here in the chamber. I've been in this office now for almost three years. So they've all become more like family to me than just coworkers or associates or the person in the office across the hall. And they all not only take the Clifton Strengths Finder with without hesitation or any kind of defense, but they get as much from it as you do as a manager. And they're very aware of their top five. And it's not Nathan, and he's not knocking on their door, harping on them every single day, like, what's your top five? You know, pop quiz. <laughs> they choose to uh, they choose to digest this information and then apply it. And I think that's really cool. Well, thank you. I, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, my, uh, our, our friend and colleague, uh, Joni Krugman, she works with us. I mean, her, her, her themes are very, very much doing themes, right? They're very much, uh, um, executing themes, right? right? Mm-hmm. Very few of my themes are, ex- none of my themes are executing. I'm more the strategic and the, the, the relationship building, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until we took that in 2012 that we truly understood each other to a point where I think we've really fostered a very nice working relationship. I mean, uh, so, you know, I'm just, you got to choose something to believe in, in, in terms of sort of management practice. And for me, I have had nothing but str- uh, success in not only strengths, but then also the Gallup path as well. Sort of uh, using that Gallup path in order to sort of, I think, make the chamber better. Mm-hmm. Nathan, um, I was just trying to, um, I was trying to think of the, what you said about seeing abilities that people have, uh-huh. noticing them. 
Um, I, that's such a wonderful strength of individualization that comes out in different ways. Of course, all how someone can use that strength within their top five might be different than someone else who has it with a different combination of strengths. Right. So I don't have individualizations in my bottom five, actually. Okay. But my, but I, I care so deeply about seeing people move forward with things. And I think that comes out the, the futuristic. Right. Strength. I just, I really care about people being able to connect and find a way to move through pain, difficulty, struggle. So do you find that those two in combination have helped you to reach out with, into places that people don't normally do as a chamber um, president? Uh, I do, actually. I mean, I, I think that, uh, for example, I mean, we've really sort of focused on um, efforts to make people feel welcome as they move into town, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've been able to take our own family's experience and sort of distill that into, I, I hope, some work plan that is making it easy for people to come to come here. I, um, That's great. You know, at, at the end of the day, uh, I like the individualization theme as well because, you know, I, uh, I don't know if you talk about faith on this show or not, mm-hmm. but, you know, I always like, there is a, there is a, there is a, uh, version of strengths for, a, a Christian environment, right? Or a faith-based environment. Living your strengths. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, the, the idea, and maybe this is in now discover it's your strengths, but basically, you know, if you took every permutation of the 34 strengths, and it would create more than like all the people who have ever lived, mm-hmm. right? Like, and so it sort of helps to quantify that idea that everyone is made special. And, you know, so for, I don't know, I'm all over the place. I don't usually talk about myself, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't. And then there, I mean, there you go with the individual. That's what the show's for, though. I know, I guess, but you know. Yeah, strengths, I, and I, I say this a lot. Strengths is both a selfish, and a selfless tool. Right. There's two ways you can use it. You can be selfish and not selfish in the negative uh, sense, but selfish is in you focus on your own top five. You focus on your needs, which is a great place to start. But once you become strengths mature and you start to realize that everybody is unique, like you stated, you begin to become selfless and you really become a, just like a miner for talent within others. And I will say that I've been around the business world now for three or four years and I've researched different chambers of commerce and I've gone places and some of them are, you know, are focused on that bottom dollar and they're focused on, you know, getting more and more members in. Nathan truly is focused on not only the members that come here, but what their family needs as well. And I think that's cool. They're not just looking for the dues. And, and you can see that in the individualization is this, he takes it upon himself to really kind of seek out any way that he can help make the entire family comfortable with the transition to a new community. And Grace, you could probably relate to that just getting to Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Well, that's something that I've been missing in almost every experience I've had. I've moved, Nathan, to give you some background. Yeah, please. I moved um, 14 times by the time I was nine years old. Oh, no. 14 different locations. Um, like some were back and forth, but total family, everything moves. Um, and now as an adult, this is our fifth move in five years. Whoa to a different state, different city, you know? So, and every time I've gone to a new community, I have to be the one activating, wooing, communicating, influencing others. You know, I have to be the one that goes out and finds people to connect with. And I've really missed having a way for that to happen that comes from the city itself. The the closest thing was like a welcome wagon from a town of Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. And that was a bunch of coupons and, you know, special welcoming gifts. 
that I received as a as a renter. Right. But as a even as a homeowner, there's really not a lot of great processes in most cities to really show appreciation for someone moving in. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel my, the same way. It's my, great that you're even aware of that. My meeting right before here, we're, we're actually plan, planning chamber night at the ballpark 2015, right? And so we basically buy out the minor, minor league ballpark and we have 15,000 tickets that we just give away. But wow. part of what we do is we also obtain a list of everyone who we are pretty sure moved to our area in the last, um, 12 months. Mm-hmm. And then we solicit from our members to say, hey, sponsor this one family. Give us a $50 donation to sponsor one family to ensure that they would have sort of hot dogs and pop and, and souvenirs Aww. at the ballpark, right? And we use the hashtag, we're glad you're here, right? And even if we never meet them, and we usually don't, right? I mean, they, they may just come anonymously. At least they know that somebody is glad that they've sort of taken the chance to uh, come to the Clinton area. So, Grace, if you and your husband would like uh, some tickets, yeah, I come, mean, we, we, come we, on we'll, down. We'll, we'll put some in the mail to you because if yeah. Clint and I were any closer to Portland, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, uh, I, uh, it's it's a great tool. Andy, I should say, has really come. I mean, it's he's not the same person. But even in 2012, the the story that he's not telling is he always had the drive to do something. It was a very un focused but the day before the day he came in to see me in my chamber office he had been picking up trash on the riverfront right just because there was this there was this un uh this fire inside of him to do something right and it was through strengths initially but also the work he he has done that he was able to channel that into where he is right now in order to go to gallup in order to get strength certified he uh basically raised the money online i mean you know and so there's been that entrepreneurial fire that predated his interactions with me and will sort of postdate when he 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 grows even more successful but you know i'm just i'm just meeting you was and this it was almost a kind of a everything came together yeah. When he met you, right? And we're talking about you like you're not here, Andy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I think sometimes, um, I mean, I, I believe in God and I believe that um, situations come across our paths that um, are inspired and that bring us into a place where it couldn't be otherwise. So it sounds like that happened in this case, that mm. something happened to bring the two of you together at that moment. And Andy, I hope that you've, you know, you've definitely benefited from your relationship with Nathan, but there's also something much greater that's happening in Clinton, Iowa. Well, we we like to think we like to think right. so. I mean, we like to think that we're part of we're part of sort of where this town is going, and so you know, yeah. it's it, to your listeners, if you've not taken it, I mean, if you have taken it, even if you've taken it, and I mean, there's something to it, and uh, I know I'm a believer in it. Yeah, it's just today we want to. Um Last Friday, we went to LeaderCast, which is, if you're not familiar Yay. with LeaderCast, um, it is it is put on in Atlanta, Georgia, is actually the live event, and then it is actually simulcasted out to like 150 different simulcast locations all over the world. And several of the speakers, I mean, there was, I think there was nine or 10 speakers actually on the agenda. Each one of them had roughly 20 to 30 minutes of presentation time. Every single one of them, from political leaders to military leaders to, you know, sports stars, celebrities on TV, every single one of them said the same thing towards the end of their presentation. And that was, 
do what you're good at. Right. Identify what you're weak at or have a lesser talent at and figure out a way to enlist the help of others in order to continue to grow with your strengths. And I thought, man, I'm sitting back listening. I'm like, this is the same concept as Strengths Finder. I mean, we're all we're all preaching the same message. And really, it, I do firmly believe is once you get to a point where you can acknowledge your own talents, it is incumbent upon you to start mining those talents of others and help them realize. And that's why I became a strengths coach, because Zig Ziglar used to say, if you want to be successful, you got to help others people, other people get successful first. And I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but the point is, is if you really want to become successful, if you invest in others, that success will follow. And strengths is a great way to start doing this. Become familiar with the full 34 or come, become familiar with the 34 talent themes and their, and their definitions and learn how to identify them within others. Because if you start to just reveal those to, to different individuals and they grab them and run with it, there's no telling what could possibly happen. Once they live a life full of strength. So, mm-hmm. hey Nathan, I have another question for you. Yes, I um, got back in touch with a friend of mine. We work in the, we had worked in the same office for a while, and um, she's in a new position where she she feels really claustrophobic because she's not allowed to talk to anyone all day. She okay. does a very um, detail oriented kind of executing job, and her one of her frustrations is that she has to talk to people. So I I just asked her like. Does it feel like you get bottled up and like you have to let the words out? She's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I get home, my poor boyfriend, he just, I can't stop talking. And he tells me how frustrating after about an hour, <laughs> he can't take it anymore. You know, and it's causing a strain on their relationship. So I told her like, it would be really good for you to look for a job where that's welcomed right. and, and encouraged. So Nathan, have you found that you've ever had a conversation with someone where the light just turned on for them where you were able to recognize? This is this is what I'm seeing in you because of your experience or, you know, like the strength kind of shows up in them and you help to recognize it. Has yeah, happened to you? I, I have found that um, there was a, the, a, a friend and colleague of ours sort of um, I was able to sort of, I think, draw some insights because she uh, shared with me what her top five were. Right. And so so not exactly what you're saying, but, you know, I, I think she was able I, I was able to sort of just by remembering what the themes talk about, I was able to uh, share some insights with her about how she herself had been feeling, not because I'm ever any have any special clairvoyance or anything like that, simply <laughs> because, you but know, you listen, right? I, I listened and, and, and I remembered what the themes said. And so, um, you know, I think, yeah, I, I think uh, by knowing the, it can be especially people who have some walls around them. I mean, to have that, being able to, armed with those strings, I mean, I think you can draw some insights that I think give people pause sometimes, especially if they don't necessarily let people in all that easily. And so... I, yeah. fe- I feel like that's a terrible answer to your question. No, I, mean, I, I mean, I, uh, I, yeah, I think, I think I have seen situations where I, I have understood people better because of knowing, knowing a little bit more about their strings. Sure. Does that help them to clarify something that they couldn't have seen before the conversation? Yes. I, right? I, yes, yeah. I think so very, I, I mean, I, and oftentimes, uh, when people talk about issues and or problems or things like that, sometimes I do relate it back to what I know about their strengths. I always sort of use that as the pole star in order to uh, 
to sort of drive our conversations. I mean, you know, Andy and I do that for each other, right? I mean, we talk, uh, you know, in terms, I mean, sometimes we're friends and so we'll complain to each other about stuff, but then it also, it always sort of circles back to that strengths lens to say, okay, why are people doing what they're doing and what, what are their strengths? I mean, he and I both know someone who is super, strong in the executing themes and has no ability to make personal connections no right oh. right <laughs> like literally like it's like what would wow. you say probably top bottom five are like yeah i don't know they you are right i mean they will get stuff done but if you're asking for them to sit down and listen to you or share a conversation or brainstorm it's not going to happen right they just want to move. Forward. Tell me what to do and let me do it. Right. But you know, and so I was, I was sort of maybe complaining to Andy about it. But but he he made me remember that okay, try to f- and it, the, so the guy ended up giving me his strengths, and I was able to forge a much better uh, working relationship with him because I understood him a little bit more and i gave him what he needed for him to give me the because at the end of the day he we shared ideation right we Mm -hmm. ideas fascinated both of us and so yeah he just had his own ideas alone (laughs) (laughs) those ideas were there but he just wasn't ready to share them but but you're right you use you use strengths to help to help communicate with the people who work with you um, alongside you and as a manager and, but they also, in, in turn, use the knowledge of your strengths to figure out how they're going to work best with you. Yeah, I agree. And we see that time and time again. I mean, you admitted that you're the idea guy. You're a strategic guy. You're not definitely, you're not going to execute on some things. But before, maybe they would think, sit back and go, oh, I just wish Nathan would get this done right. and get this done. Right. But now that everybody is strengths aware, they realize, you know what? He's not going to get it done in the same timely fashion as I would. So rather than me just complaining, maybe I can help facilitate this progress. And that's what's kind of happened here is it's be the knowledge, the verbiage of strengths has been ingrained so deep into this culture that it reduces any kind of uh, resistance to communication. It's opened the floodgates now because people are free to communicate how things are going without the fear of any kind of recourse or, or discipline for speaking their minds. So... It's oh, it's wonderful. a very very cool dynamic to sit back and watch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about, but I want to meet him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he sounds amazing. <laughs> don't worry, I'll edit all this good stuff out. Doesn't it also help uh, when you like? I, I'm just so fascinated by people who frustrate me and other people who tell me this type of person is so annoying. Right. Doesn't it help also to recognize? Like you can thank someone for their point of view, even if it's a little bit frustrating or grating to you right like for example empathy is a strength that i don't have anywhere in my top like 25 but i have so much appreciation now for how that benefits the world right it is so amazing to see it used the right way but i i've also had experiences where people lead with that and use that to the exclusion of thinking through a process or um, you know looking at the big picture and they only want to help 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 feel 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 and it just you know when it's applied the wrong way it can be annoying but man the world without empathy would be such a horrible place wouldn't it yeah and that's sort of the point i mean you know just within organizations you need to have sort of a balance but we need all these types of people out there in order to and so to me it it takes away that sort of sense of oh this person is 
wrong or horrible or I mean, you know, it we're just all made differently. And so this is just a tool to help figure figure that out. So Nathan, what advice would you give someone? You know, somebody comes in, like you said, it's it's part of the culture here. So every new member of this team goes through Strengths Finder. So what would you tell somebody if they just took the assessment, they just printed out a fresh hot piece of paper comes out of the printer, they look at the report, they turn to you and say, "Now what?" What kind of advice would you give them to move forward with the information they just received? Well, you know, for example, if they they're saying, "Well, you know," let me ask you a follow up question, okay? Who is this? A this person? never happened before. <laughs> is this a per- <laughs> is this a person who has come to me like you did, looking for direction, right? Or or is it somebody I work who I work for or with? Who is who's who's the I guess this Let's is individualization. With, yeah, yeah. Big and deeper. Strategic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, tell me exactly why. Tell me tell me who's on the other side of this conversation. Let's choose option A, because we'll use myself as an example. Somebody like myself comes into the chamber, a brand new member, takes advantage of one of the things Nathan does is called a sounding board where you can schedule some time with him and just sit back and brainstorm about things that are happening in your business. And they ask you, is there anything available that I can maybe use as something to help me guide me through this process? And you hand them the book Strengths Finder and they take the assessment, they come back to you with their results. What advice do you give them? Well, I would say, okay, you're in a current situation right now. Is what you do every day engaging all five of these strengths every day, right? Do you feel like when you get up in the morning that you have opportunities to sort of really deploy these the way that the book says you should? I mean, you know, if I was, I'm thinking about my own experience, if I was just a workaday lawyer like I used to be, the answer would be no. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a chamber president, the answer is yes. And so I would say uh, that would be my first question. And, you know, if you are, then, you know, you're in the right place. You're one of those gifted, lucky people who sort of have found themselves in the right situation. If you're not, which is probably my presumption because you came in to see me, mm-hmm. then, you know, you ask yourself, all right, if it's not this, then what type of job would do that, right? What, what, what does that look like? And then, so once you've established where you're at, where you'd like to be, what is that action plan that gets you from one stage to the, to the next? And then frankly, how can the chamber help? Mm-hmm. Because again, you know, fostering happy, successful people vested in the community is a good thing for the Chamber of Commerce because that's more people who support and sort of will volunteer and will give give back later on. And so it's uh it I too do not have a lot of empathy themes, right? I'm very focused on sort of where are you at now? Where would you like to go? And then what is that pathway that can sort of help you get there? And then you activate them to, well, to, to a certain extent. And part of that is also not mollycoddling them. I mean, yep. <laughs> and Andy can testify that he does not always like what I have to tell him. <laughs> right? Those are the best friends to have. Oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes but, it hurts. But he yep. knows that it is always genuine. I've said, I, I think I said this the first day I ever met him. It is all motivated from a place where I want him to genuinely succeed for him and his family. Right. And, He's got all the strengths in the world in order to be able to do that. It's just a matter of sort of what is that action plan that sort of gets to that next that next stage. I don't know what uh, was there. 
was it? I forgot what the question was. You followed up my. <laughs> oh, yeah. You followed up my question, but yeah. I, but I think your your response was uh, was well received. Yeah, that's right. that question. The question. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's never happened before. I, actually, Grace keeps wanting to interview me on this okay. show. Oh, that'd be fun. What do you think, Nathan? I do it. Let, yeah, we. You mm-hmm. and I can be the co-host, and then we can inv- interview yeah. him. So yeah. what are you? Uh, yeah. So uh, you know. Okay. Next, <laughs> that that can be for show twenty four, uh, whichever one that is. <laughs> I lose track, and it must be contagious because now Grace is losing track of what oh, show we're on. Yeah, Just imagine what happens when we get into like the the triple digits. We'll really be all over the place then. Yeah, we're not going to remember which digit it is. I know. So Nathan, what is your favorite theme in your top five, and um, why? I would say probably. Oh, I don't know. Probably in individualization um simply because it sort of crystallizes to me sort of what i said before just this sort of everybody is different and everybody is made differently i mean i like all the other one i mean i like all the other ones i guess but for uh, i guess let me put it this way i was i was worried about losing individualization when i took it again mm-hmm. right that was the one i didn't want to lose because i don't i don't know why i just like that one that one just seems the most human of all of them and uh at the end of the day it's it's all about the connections we make with the time that we are given and so i would say individualization but then again i think they perfectly embody where i'm at now in my mid 30s as i come to lead this organization in it in my fourth year being here i mean i had not been a manager before really and it's it's i don't know i i got to work on being more succinct in my answers individualization is my favorite we're not looking for succinct here <laughs> okay right. i like that answer that was great this is not time grace you have any other questions for nate my favorite quote of all of this is what you just said life is all about the connections we make in the time that we're given yeah Awesome. You know, and, you know, in my 20s, you know, when significant, you know what, when significance was in my top five, you know, when I took it before, I might not have said that. But, you know, we all get knocked around in the world a little mm-hmm. bit. Yes, and and so, you know, it it's just uh, you, you mature with this stuff. And um, so at the end of the day. I'd hate to lose individualization. That's my favorite one. Well, you'll you'll always have it somewhere. Nathan. Oh yeah, I know. It will always. I mean, be, even if it bumps it, down it, to number six, it will always be in my top thirty-four. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of thirty-four, Gallup has an app now. And for those of you who are listening that haven't downloaded it, they do have an app. Just go to the both the um, app store for iOS as well as Play for Google, and you can download the Strength Finder app. And what I think is really cool about it is you log in, and if you did unlock your full thirty-four. You just click on my strengths and it has it all right there uh, at the scroll of a thumb. So what I've really started using is during this show, you know, Jim Collison from Gallup, who does all the webcasts, he is famous for every time they do Theme Thursday, um, Kurt Leesfeld will say, Jim, don't you have that? And Jim will go, oh, yeah, it's in my top 10. And all 34 seem to be in his top 10. because. <laughs> but what I do to try to avoid that, <laughs> try to avoid that, and Jim and I are friends, so I can clown on him a little bit, um, is I keep this close by. So when those ref- those individuals that we interview or Grace reference talents that I'm not super familiar with as far as I know what they mean, but I don't know where they rest within my full 34, I just open up this app and I can see. Um, so for me, just for example, empathy, number 23, um, then there's just some individualization for me actually sits at number 10. 
uh, and then working my way up, maximizer, positivity, significance. Um, so this is really a cool tool to have. And then if you actually click on the theme name itself, it gives you Gallup's definition of each individual theme. What's your What's your bottom one? What's your thirty fourth? Uh, consistency. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yep, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and that's why when I started this podcast, I had a few mentors of mine who were mentor me in the podcast world, <laughs> i.e., Jim Collison, and he'd be like, "You got to stay consistent with this. You got to stay consistent with your show times. He's got to stay consistent with when you put your 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 broadcast out. You got to stay consistent with your opening and your closing." And I was like, "Dude, no! <laughs> like, stop! It's just." strength man i know you're you're jacking everything up for me <laughs> but uh, what i did is i acknowledged that that was a lesser talent of mine and i figured out a way to kind of leverage the talents of others also to create some steps and actionable items for myself so i don't make things too inconsistent so it definitely yeah, worked doing, out i think you're doing great andy good job oh thanks i, I need that every once in a while <laughs> yes uh, but uh, Nathan, thank you so much. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Andy, for having me. I really appreciate it and uh, enjoyed I enjoyed our time together. All right. Yeah, Nathan, you'll have to take the open up the thirty four and have a have another part two of this. Part two. Point, so we can talk yeah. about your whole we we are literally in the same building. Like my office is. <laughs> I, I know. I know the beauty of and a beauty of the beauty three episodes to get you. Here, right? <laughs> you guys interview people from all over the world. Well, I I think I win for being the closest to Andy's studio. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody is going to Yay. beat you with that. I don't think there's several. There's few offices in between ours, so you may lose if I get some of them in here. But yeah, the, the first guest I was able to yell down the hall to to, to come and interview. So uh, very good. Thank you again for being on the show. I appreciate it. Grace, you have anything else before we close it out? I think we're good. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, everyone. As Grace said, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashedStrengths.com. Remember, you can find our podcast on Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, iTunes. Yes, we are on the big time. You can find us there in the iTunes store under podcast. Just search thematics. Also, unleashedstrengths.com for all these nifty links and everything. We'll include all this stuff in the show notes. But if you have any advice, feedback, or again, you want to be on the show, Andy at unleashedstrengths.com. Shoot me an email. We'll make sure you get scheduled. It's a grand old time. We just joke around, sit back, have fun, and talk strengths. All right, everybody, this is Andy Sokolovich signing off from UnleashedStrengths.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashedStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted. 